0: All right, go with me to scripture, and I'm going to do my best to give you what I believe the Lord has laid on my heart since we're in this mode of evangelism. And we should be in this mode 24-7. It's not just doing church without walls in the summertime. It should be something that it's become second nature to us. We ought to want to be in the place to tell folk about Jesus every single day. Now, see, we get excited when they, you know, want to pump us up to dance. We get excited at a concert. But who's going to get excited about Jesus? And he is calling us in this day to continue to go and spread the word of the gospel. The good news with all of the bad news that we hear, the good news is that Jesus saves So Matthew chapter 28, and beginning with the 18th verse, we know it very well. We know that the title of this passage of Scripture is the Great Commission. Let's kind of explore this a little bit, and if you can read along with me in your Bibles. And it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power, somebody say "All all power, is given to me, given to Jesus, in heaven and in earth. So go, tell your neighbors, time to go. Tell them one more time, it's time to go. And I need you to make the enemy real mad and say, I'm going. going. Come on, open your mouth and say, "I'm I'm going. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo I am with you always even until the end of the world Amen, which means it is So can we just back up just a little bit? This is the passage of scripture that Jesus is sharing with the disciples after the resurrection He's gone to the crucifixion. He's gone through the whole uh, uh, experience there. Even prior to that, if you know the story how he was in the garden, he was praying. He was just asking God if there's another way that we can do this, if this cup can be passed. But then he remembered his purpose, that he was born to die. But not just to die, but to die for us and to die for the world. So he's on the cross, and he's just simply saying, listen, Father, I know you have a will. It's your will that has to be done. And there is a thief right there beside him who knows that he deserves what he was about to get. But this thief, this thief sometime, somehow gets a revelation. Surely you are the Son of God. When you come into your kingdom, Will you please remember me? Jesus gives him the reply, "Brother, you're gonna be with me today in paradise." This is a promise that we have for everyone. So he gives word out. They come to the grave. They come looking for him. The sisters come looking for him. They're not sure where he is. I know they brought my my Savior here. And the angel of the Lord said, "Who are you looking for?" Because he is not here. He has risen. He got up so that we can go up. Just work with me a little bit. We're going to finish on time. He got up because had he stayed on that cross... We wouldn't have salvation today. Now, when we go over to the book of John, and I just can't really, really get into it, Minister Brett, but I studied out the word that when Jesus said to Satan, because see, Satan had a plot, but Jesus, but God had a plan. God, God had a plan, and, and Satan just is, you know, if we can just get rid of him if we can crucify him and and kill him kill him off Uh, uh, but Jesus said now listen if you if if I be lifted up meaning if you lift me up high enough for people to see this is only be a big the beginning You don't know what you're getting ready to start. You thinking that you are going to kill me and I not fulfill my purpose? God knew exactly what he was doing and he knew how to do it. And the Bible says, if you lift me up because you think that you're going against God's plan, you think these people that are here watching this is going to be it? If you lift me up, if you have the plot to crucify me. He said, I'm gonna draw all men. Uh, somebody need to talk, uh, say all oh, men. You, you gotta say all oh, and that includes you. Oh, you need to be glad that it includes you because before you were born, he went to the cross and he rose again and that's why you're here this morning. I wish I had somebody that was glad about their salvation. Didn't come to play, didn't come to play. He came because he had purpose. Enemy thought that if I can just kill him off, this will be it. But he doesn't understand. All he did was exaggerate the thing. Because he knew that you were going to be here today. He knew. That on July 31st, somebody was going to be reminded of the salvation of Jesus Christ. That when you were lost, he found you. When you were deep in sin, he dug down and he got you and he brought you up out of the miry clay. When you were living a hellish life, he made provision for you to go to heaven. So, okay, let me calm down. I'm trying to set this up homiletically, right, yo. The right way. Try to set it. So when Jesus comes back, he goes and he talks to the angel. Said, Listen, go, go, the people said, Go, go, go get the disciples. Go go tell them I need to meet with them. We're gonna have an evangelism service. We're gonna have a team meeting. The first thing I gotta do is convince them that it's me. Because they didn't know what happened to him. They just knew he died. But they didn't realize that he already resurrected. And before he resurrected in the body, he was already resurrected in the spirit. He was already up in an enemy thought that he had uh, destroyed him. Uh, Okay, I'm moving on quickly. So go and tell them to meet me at Galilee. So he sends word and the disciples are going to meet him in Galilee. And he says, and make sure you get Peter. And you know the story about Peter. He makes sure that you go and get him because Peter at that point was in a backslidden condition because of his own flesh. Aren't you glad that God brought you back to him? No matter. Oh, is that it? Is that it? You know you was doing everything you can possibly do trying to hide like like God don't see in the dark, trying to hide doing your own stuff, and he brought you into the light and told you that you can live on, that you don't have to stay there, that I got a better life for you, and that you're gonna be saved, and you don't have to clean up yourself. I'll help you clean yourself up. All you have to do is accept me in your life, and I'll make sure that you get what you need. I'll set you on the path that's right. Aren't you glad he didn't wait till you tried to get it right, but he helped you get it right when he recognized that you needed him as a savior. Anybody remember how you needed him as a savior? Go and and get them. Got to have a meeting. I got to let them know, first of all, that I'm here. And when you go up to those scriptures, verses like, I think, 16 and 15, it says, like, they went and some of them doubted. You know, because Thomas was always doubting. Thomas had a doubting issue. All right, if, if it's you, you know. You know how people are, if you say, let me show you, show me how you say, you know, the the, 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 the mindset of people. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Show me. I need to see the wounds in your hand. I, I need to see it in your side. Jesus said, now listen, I'm here to give you guys instruction. I am here and I have been given authority by my father. And instead of going through all of this, I'm here to give you a command and a commission. Now that you see me, now that you know I am the Savior, what are you going to do with what you know? This is the challenge. Commission simply means to give instruction. It simply means to give a command to a certain person or a certain group of people. And you can't give commissions and commands to people that you can't trust. And in spite of their flaws, he knew that these 11 he could trust. Once they got over the fact that he is here, he is the risen Savior. And they begin to worship him. And they begin to thank him. And they begin to understand that he is the true and living king. He is the one that saved them. That where they were, when they were fishermen for fish, he made them fishers out of men. He showed them all of the miracles that he can brought for them, for the people. He saw the blind uh, see. He saw the lame walk. He saw the people that were dying. He saw them raised from the dead. They saw him. The the disciples saw him. In other words, boys, haven't you seen me? Haven't you been with me long enough to know what I'm doing? You don't think I can do it now? Well, listen, I'm getting ready to go. But before I go, I'm going to leave a message. I want you to go, and I want you to teach them. Teach them what I taught you. Teach them how I taught you. Teach them in the manner of how I taught you. He informed them that he had the power and that he had the authority that was given to him by God. And although they thought themselves less than, he said, and I'm going to give that same power to you. Anybody got the power? Well, oh, no, if you don't have it, and if you don't have it, and if you don't have it, if you don't have it, you got to think about it. No, no, no. You got the power because you got the word. Tell, like, tell your neighbor, I'm glad I got the word. I'm glad I... If you understood what he was saying as he's communicating with them, hey, listen, I'm about to go, but I got some good news for you. All I want you to do is go tell the people about me. I just want you to go and let them know that they need to learn about me. They need to understand that I got a plan for them, that they don't have, hell to, have to worry about going to hell because I got the keys. I got the keys. And I snatched them. I didn't snatch them. I just took them. I didn't go there. You know, we're thinking Jesus, went, can I have those keys, please? No, 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 no. He took those keys from the hell, from grave, and those people were saved, and they were freed. And so today, because he got up, whether it was 1949, whether it was 1999, when you were born, he got up. Whether you came to him at church in a building, whether you were on the street corner, he got up. Whether you were on the hospital bed, whether you didn't know what you were going to do next, he got up because he knew that you were going to be here and he wanted you to raise up and go tell others that Jesus said I'm getting ready to go I'm getting ready to prepare a place for you so I need you to let the people know time to go time to go disciples would give him word was only 11 what you going to do Go, start at home, because your first ministry is in your household. You can't be going around telling everybody else about Jesus and your household was a wreck. Let me touch something. Wives, you obey your husbands, but you follow, follow God. God put everything in place for a reason when you do right, especially if your husband is not saved. The Bible says in Ephesians, if you act right in front of your husband, why am I going there and why are you all quiet? For everybody in here ain't married. If you obey the word, God will honor you. You act like you got Jesus. And the Bible says, if he chooses to stay with you, because of your experience, because of your example, he's going to want your Jesus sooner or later. So, if you're acting up in front of your children and coming to church dancing and praising God and not speaking, speaking in tongues and interpretation and don't even speak to your sister or your brother. I'm gonna just look at the microphone right now. And sitting around the dinner table, having leadership for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. To something wrong with everybody and everything except you. You see, you see, sin is not just fornication and, and adultery. Sin is gossiping, sin is that lying tongue. That tongue will kill a whole nation. That tongue. Killer. A- A roll of their eyes, the whole, but, and then, and you know what they say, Pastor told us last week, when they say they look at you and you act the way you act, they be saying, I I thought you were supposed to be saved. And you know why your children don't want to come to church, because they watching you. Back to the story. Go and tell them. Start at home, Samaria, then abroad, home in your neighborhood, in your community. Come on here. And if he allows you to go to the nations, you have something to tell him. Then he says, now listen, read the story, read the whole story. Now, if they don't accept it, he says, go in there. If they say, nay, I don't want this, you go and you wipe the dust off your shoes. And you leaving there. You don't go and tell them if you going to hell, God don't love you. You think uh 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 you just spread the love of Jesus. If you if you show somebody love, if you just show love, tell somebody show, just show a little love. I got to move on. I got to move on. How much time I got? All right, no time. All right, in Jesus' name. But the assignment is to move forward. This is what he tells me. The only world that can hear, the only way the world that can hear about Jesus is through you. It's through us, the Christian. Anybody going to get happy about that? Again, just remind, teach the people what I taught you and just, and just pray for them. if you, you, you know, your prayers can do a whole lot more than your talk, than your criticism. You're a little quiet. Tell the people how I healed the sick, how I dried up the blood of the young woman for 12 years. Years, how I open the eyes of the blind, show them how I can save them, whether they are a believer me or not. Because Nicodemus came at night, he hid his stuff, but the Bible said he got saved. What must I do, say, so all you have to do is present it, and people are gonna say, Okay, now what? I don't know all the jargon, I don't know all the these and downs because we can't go up there with theological and yeah, we can't do that. Simple. Jesus loves you, for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world, which includes you, that he gave his son, that his son came to save you. Come on, let's get excited about it. Tell them how I raised the dead. Tell them how I delivered the demon-possessed man. Tell them how I did everything that they could not do without me. And tell them I'm here now, but in a minute I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to prepare a place for them. Let them know that he's on his way back. I know y'all give him a pity pat now. Now, if you can remember when he saved you, Maybe you'll get excited about this. If you can remember when he brought you out of darkness, when he preserved your life, when you should have been dead and you should have been gone, when you were alcoholic, when when you were drugs, okay, alcoholic, that no, when you were alcoholic, When you were on drugs, when you love living in sin, when you see how the Lord had kept you all through your days, when you didn't deserve to be kept, for some odd reason, you're here this morning to hear this salvation word, and it's still going. Anybody glad? how he didn't reward you according to your iniquity. Because if he took note of all the things that we've done, we would be lost. But thank God for Jesus. By his grace, we are saved this morning. By his grace, we can be delivered this morning. Come on, I need somebody to get with me a little bit. By his grace, no matter what the devil told me, today I have salvation and I'm saved. I'm moving with the Lord. Preserve me, to live with me, set you on the path that was right, because we were doing our own thing. Whether we were born and raised in church or not, we were doing our own thing until Jesus came. Somebody needs to say, I thank God that He came. Some of us, He might have dealt with us in a quiet way, but some of us needed a different kind of cleansing. Some of us rolled. Some of us hollered, some of us jumped up, some of us danced, some of us applauded, some of us sang, but we were just glad that we were saved from sin, that God made a way through His Son, Jesus Christ, who is sitting on the right hand of His Father right now, making intercession for me. I'm glad He's doing it today. Anybody glad to be saved? (laughs) you don't know like i know i need you to walk around where you are in your seat and tell your neighbor you don't know and you don't need to know the only thing you need to know (laughs) once i was blind But now I see. Once I was lost, but He found me. He found me. What would I do about without the Lord in my life? I need you to get excited and tell your neighbor. I'm excited about my salvation. What about you? Turn and turn me. Turn and ask him. Turn and ask him. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? So glad, so glad. Anybody glad? Put those hands together and bless him. When the Lord saved you, he saved us. He saved us from a mess. He saved us from a life that did not please him. But today, I got new life. Anybody got new life? Anybody remember where you were? Can you turn around and come to where you are? Today, I used to, I used to. I used to, I used to, but look at me now. I used to, I used to, I used to. Check me out now. I'm not perfect. I'm just saved. Do I have anybody that just want to say, I am saved. Come on, I need you to holler it. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Anybody grateful for the Lord on your side? Now, the enemy thought he had you, and I'm almost done. The enemy thought he had you what you had to go through in your life, where you are right now, you have to look back, but only look back because of where you come to. Oh, I guess y'all gonna give him a pity pat, cause you know, I'm not gonna holler and scream anymore, this is it, I'm old, I can't do all that. But while you were in church, And if you weren't in church, looking back where the Lord brought you from, oh, he tried to take your mind, he tried to, you know, oppression, sickness, mental health, the whole nine yards, but you're here. Thank you, Blandine. But you're here, and you're here in your right mind. When the devil tried to take your mind, he couldn't because God gave you a new mind. And you have a mind to live for Jesus. You have a mind to serve him. You have a mind to love him. You have a mind to go and tell others about him. Do I have any disciples in the house this morning? you need to tell your neighbor. And I like talking to your neighbor because we don't like to talk to each other in church. We can talk about each other in the parking lot and in the cars, but let's talk and encourage each other. Tell, no matter, tell, your, tell your neighbor, no matter what I've been through, I'm going to praise God for my salvation. Now, if you really mean that, No, 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 if you really, really, really mean that. I don't know what you're waiting for. if you really mean that. Oh, I need you to bless the Lord. I need you to howl. I'm so glad I'm saved. I know I'm not perfect, but he's perfect and his perfect love have saved me and is keeping me come on and bless the name of the Lord virtual high five five people and just tell them I'm glad I'm saved everybody stand standing. Now, if you want to dance about something, that's something to dance about. That's all right. Praise him, Mother. Praise him. Praise him. I'm glad I'm saved. To live it, set free. Anybody free this morning? And you're free. Because salvation is free. You didn't have to do anything. All you had to do is believe. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning, Minister Brett is going to come a little bit. If you're here this morning, the, the, the message was to go. Jesus is he is really Counting on us to go. We're not just having church without walls for an outdoor outdoor service Everybody's in their place to serve, but we got to go when when church when church without walls is over. Are we gonna stop? Or are we gonna be those disciples like Jesus had? Go out and tell the world about me because the world needs saving that's all you can give a pity, Pat? The world needs saving. How they're gonna know if we don't tell them? We don't have to convince them, we can only convince them by our example and show the love of Jesus. Jesus loved, that's why he died. Jesus loves, that's why he's coming back again for us. But he's only coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. Church folk, judgment is going to begin in the house of God. We don't preach that much anymore. You don't want to hear that. We want to hear the goodness of God. He is good and he is kind, but he's also a judge because he's going to, he's going to remind you of the times that you heard sermons that should have gotten yourself together.